Thanks, Roger. You're off to a great start. Wow. So, the disciples... I mean, don't, you really have to picture this. Don't they sound like elementary school children? Maybe, Liz, you can help uh, see on this. Look, teacher! What large stones and what large buildings! Don't they? <laughs> we could do that today with our baby grand piano. Look, teacher! Look at that! Isn't that amazing? Right? It is a wonderful energy, right? It is a wonderful energy. And I'm sure Jesus maybe took a moment to marvel at his kind of childlike joy coming from his disciples. But he also kind of had a responsibility to teach them and not have them have them understand that, you know, there's more to it than, than that. Um, and so, that's kind of what the rest of the reading's about. But, but I keep getting stuck on that. And it isn't a bad idea to think about what are those things in, in our life where, where we, where we are, feel that energy of, look, teacher, what? And whatever it is. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it glorious? You know, I think especially us adults need to do that every once in a while before we go on to the to the rest of this reading, right? So, so I'm actually, you know, because we're feeling some of that abundance today with the bright sun shining upon us and this bright sounding piano and Thanksgiving coming with its abundance. Um, I'm going to invite you into your pairing and sharing time, and if you want to just talk about that part for a little bit, that's fine too. But I kind of focused in the pairing and sharing questions on what comes after that, all right? And so, um, uh, these are the questions for you to, to share for a few minutes about. So think about your whole life, and then name something that you grew up with that is gone. And you miss it. Maybe it's something that you said wow to. Um, so think back and see what that might be and share that in your pairs. The other question is, what has broken down in our society, kind of like this wow building that the disciples are looking back, that's going to crumble at some point. What has broken down in our society in the last hundred years? Either for good or for ill. Either a good thing as you think about it, or maybe it's a sad thing that it came crumbling down, whatever it might be. So, um, so I invite you for a few moments uh, before we delve into the rest of the scripture reading to do a little bit of uh, uh, sharing on this. So uh, pick someone to uh, pair up with for a few minutes and have some good conversation. I invite you to find a natural stopping point.
had some good conversations. So you know, I love the disciples because they're kind of so like us. Um, as soon as they realize that their childlike joy in this structure of this temple um, is not going to last forever. So their next thing is they want to know exactly. They don't ask Jesus what's going to happen. They say when. Okay, I'll put it on my calendar. I can get prepared for it. I'll be all ready for it. We could have fun, I guess, on that day too. You know, just like we're having fun today. And um, it, it, it is kind of interesting that through the history of Christianity, despite passages like this, passages like this actually get used to try to figure out the when. When's the second coming of Jesus? When's the destruction of everything going to happen? You know, so that God can really right the ship and do everything right. That when question, so we can kind of have control over it. In a way, I actually see Jesus teasing them here. Because he says, there's a bunch of things that are going to have to happen first. You know, there's going to be earthquakes, and nations are going to have wars with each other, and go through all of this. Isn't that also part of our, uh, some portions of our Christian history, people saying, yeah, I know when it's going to happen. It's going to be October 23rd, such and such a year, and it's going to happen right after you see all these signs that have happened, of this earthquake and this sort of thing. Um, but what does Jesus say? He says, oh, and by the way, all the things I just told you are going to happen, they're just the beginning of the birth pains. There's a lot more. I'm not going to tell you anymore because Jesus is not like predicting the future. He's talking about the life cycle of things that happen. Right? This is going to happen. These things are going to happen. Buildings are going to crumble and earthquakes are going to happen and wars are going to happen. And those are the birth pangs of something dying and something new coming about. Something maybe better coming about. Um, you know, it's often read that God is going to cause all these things to happen. No, Jesus is, is identifying how life works, how the rhythm of life works in its ups and its downs, raising a building, and a building crumbling and taking it down. And these days, watching them implode, I always thought that was kind of a fun thing to watch. Um, you know, and then the other part of this that Jesus is leading them through is that they're looking for all these outward signs. They're looking... That's one reason they're so excited about this building. This temple. Because it, it represents everything so glorious, why they're doing what they're doing. And yet, really, Jesus warns them. You know, there's going to be many come along and they're going to play off of your desire to get back to this great external example of how everything is wonderful. Um, when things do crumble and they're going to lead you astray because that's not what you should be looking for you know and we could go on there's another whole sermon about how we should be 
looking for God's love in all creation and looking at how that flows through within us and how that, that we can trust all of that instead of needing to trust something external that is a wonderful thing, but it's just a representation. It's not really the center of what everything is about. So, we're not very good, actually, at the whens anyway, because I was reflecting as I was thinking about uh, Jesus talking about how this temple is going to crumble, um, and I was thinking about the, the year that sticks in my head is 1965, because you've, some of you have heard this from me before. But in 1965, the mainline Protestant churches, of which the United Church of Christ is part of, and Presbyterians, and United Methodists, and uh, the, what they now call the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, although they were just Lutherans back then. Um, uh, these are all part of the mainline Protestant denominations, uh, Episcopal Church, things like that. Um, and they were just humming back then, you know? People were filling those churches. There was programs and activities and people of all ages. And a lot of the people in those churches were had a lot of the power in the towns that they were in. And it felt like it would never come to an end. And yet, that was the year that the crumbling began. That was the year that, if you track statistics nationally, mainline Protestant membership in churches began a long decline of five decades. And we didn't know it. We didn't see it. We didn't see it in 65. We didn't see it in 75. I think we were starting to notice something in 85, but read a couple books and we can fix it. Um, you know, and then we began to see it long, long time later. Jesus sees a crumbling that is going to happen to the external things that gave us solace and made us go, wow, teacher, isn't it amazing? Isn't it wonderful? Part of the spiritual journey is learning how what it is you trust when you see, not just with your physical eyes, but you see with your being. You know, um, and we didn't see for a long time. And what can we see now is one of, the, one of the questions. And Jesus is trying to prepare his disciples to see in a different way. And understand that the birth pang process, which is going to be really painful, it's going to involve something crumbling, it's going to involve a process of rebuilding and hoping that the new birth is going to be something that we don't even exactly control or know. Um, and to not be led astray in that, but to learn to trust by seeing differently than we tend to see. You know, one of the interesting things I was thinking about, whether it's, it's this church or that temple the disciples were looking at, every structure that human beings build, whether it's a building or an organization or whatever it might be, um, every structure is built by a group of people who have a certain power and privilege within the environment of doing that building. Right? One of the exciting things about something crumbling down 
and having to build again is that each time, hopefully, we broaden the inclusive nature of who's part of the building. You know, we've learned a lot since 1965 about who in our society and who in our churches and who were afraid to come into our churches because they were not included for who they were. Or they were included, but they didn't have any of the power or privilege. So pretty much, they had to do it our way. So there's a lot of good news in this crumbling that Jesus is talking about. Because it begins the process of birthing something new, going through the birth pains of that process, being focused so that we're not led astray when we don't know exactly where it's going to go, but broadening the inclusive nature of who's part of the new birthing, the new building, the new possibilities of who we can be together in God's love. So there's just so much good news when you think about it. But we have to strengthen ourselves as spiritual people because too often uh, we get caught in the process, the in-between process. When something is breaking down before, before we've constructed something new, that unknown time period, our fear, our emptiness, our unknowing makes us vulnerable unless we're rooted in God's love and in a community that supports and strengthens one another in that love. And this is just one of the stories of Jesus trying to help teach his disciples and prepare them so that they are not just good at saying wow to something big and awesome, but they're good at the other steps of the process of dealing with what it means when something breaks down and something crumbles, where they can still see the good news of the process of birthing something new, even in the pain part of that process, the birth pains. And they can still look wonderfully, positively, joyfully towards a day when they can look up at a new and better structure it represents what's brought them to that moment, to that new moment, even more glorious than the last one. But now, even with recognition, we can look up and see that today with great joy and wonder and give thanks to God for it. But there will be a day for another crumbling and another rebuilding. This is what it is all about. And in the long process of that, all of humanity will get through the earthquakes, get through all the fighting and the violence, someday emerge to a different way of living and being together as God imagined from the beginning of creation.